Hello, Jags Nation. Welcome to the Teal Tongue Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the Teal Deal, Jacob Nichols. This is episode six of the Teal Tongue Podcast. Uh, Today we're going to pick back up uh, on our Jaguars free agent edition series. Uh, We took a little break from that on Tuesday um, where we discussed uh, Shad Khan and Leonard Fournette. So we're going to get back to these uh, free agent additions. And today we're going to talk about Tyler Eifert. Um, Tyler Eifert is a tight end. uh, Played his entire career up to this point with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, He's... Out of Notre Dame, he was picked in the first round, picked 21. Uh, Tyler Eifert comes in at 6'6", 255. So he is a big boy. Um, And in addition on the offensive side of the ball, this uh, is an attempt to get more weapons around Gardner Minshew. Uh, And I think if used correctly... Uh, Tyler Eifert could be a real asset to this Jaguars team. Uh, we'll get into a little bit into it a little bit more a um, little later on in the episode on uh, what Jacksonville needs to do for Eifert to be successful. Um, last year, Eifert played in all 16 games for the first time in his career. Uh, he has just had an injury-riddled career. Um, he's always going to have an asterisk by his name. Uh, what could have been if he was able to stay healthy because he's just he has the perfect size uh, that you want for a receiving tight end. He could block. Uh, he was the whole. He was the the full package coming out of college. Um, but yeah, last year, sixteen games for the first time, targeted sixty three times. He had forty three receptions, uh, four hundred thirty six yards, um, averaged ten point one yards per catch, which is you love to see that, especially especially in Jacksonville, because I couldn't tell you the last time we had a tight end average 10.1 yards per catch. Um, and he also scored three touchdowns last year. Um, so pretty well-rounded uh, season for Eifert. Um, played 16 games the first time in his career, as I mentioned before. Um and the reason for that was this new Bengals coaching staff that came in uh, scaled back his usage quite a bit, uh, heavily rotating the tight end position uh, in an effort to keep Eifert on the field. Um, and it worked. Uh, great plan. Um, you know, you love to see that in the NFL because, you know, most of the time NFL is just going to they're going to run a player into the ground until that player can't do it anymore. They're going to drop him and move on. Uh, Cincinnati pulled the reins back a little bit last year. Um, and I first stayed on the the, uh, the field for all 16 games and put up some decent numbers. Not eye-popping by any means, uh, but very solid numbers. Um, definitely an improvement uh, to the Jacksonville Jaguars' tight end position, uh, barring he stays on the field. Um, so let's hop right into um, Eifert's strengths. Uh, obviously, we're going to go with the our first one we're going to talk about here is going to be uh, 
kind of the obvious one. He's 6'6", 255. Um, as I keep mentioning with these guys that the Jaguars have brought in this offseason, you just can't coach size. Uh, there's You either have it or you don't. Uh, there's no way around that. And Eifert definitely has it. Um, and then the biggest part of Eifert's game that I believe caught the Jaguars' eye um, and want, made them want to bring him in uh, is he is a massive red zone target. You cannot cover this guy in the red zone. Uh, if you have a quarterback who can get the ball anywhere in his his vicinity, he's more than likely going to come down with it. Uh, just a monster athlete. Uh, we all know how badly uh, Jacksonville struggled in the red zone last year. At times, it was just downright painful to watch. Um, so, I for I believe Jaguars front office knowing uh, it was it was a need for this football team to get somebody um, who could help them in the red zone. They thought Chris Conley was going to be that guy. Uh, Chris Conley was very uh, inconsistent last year, uh, showing flashes here and there. Um, he usually disappeared. Um, when Jacksonville went up against the better teams in the league. Uh, so here's to hoping Eifert can be a consistent target uh, here in Jacksonville, uh, something Conley couldn't be. Um, and then Eifert's biggest weakness here, this is something that if you're a, a fan of the NFL – you already knew this. You didn't have to do any research. Uh, this is known across the league. Is Eifert has not been able to stay healthy <coughs> uh, throughout his career. Uh, year after year, he has struggled with injuries that have knocked him out for large amounts of time. And as a Jaguars fan, that just concerns me a little bit. Because um, as you know, the past two seasons, ever since... Uh, the 2017 run, uh, we just, we have not been able to keep our tight ends on the field. Um, each of the last two seasons, we've ended up starting a guy who wasn't even on the team at the beginning of the year, um, picked them up off the street. And that's just not something you want to see, especially when you have a young quarterback. Um, you like to give your young quarterback a big, strong target and, uh, that's what Eifert brings, but hopefully we can we'll see him on the field more than he's been so far in his career. It is promising to see last year he did play all 16, but it's just his history doesn't bode well with the recent history of the tight end uh, position for Jacksonville. So uh, let's hope that that's not a curse in Jacksonville. Uh, let's hope that he can stay healthy. But if he's healthy, man, there's not there's not much that this guy cannot do. Um, so I am super super excited to see him in the teal and black. Uh, so what can we expect from Tyler Eifert this year? Um, I know a lot of people probably have a lot of questions uh, coming off the year he had last year and being limited. Uh, will the Jaguars do the same? with him this year as Cincinnati did last year. 
Uh, and I believe the answer is going to be yes. Um, I think that we're going to see Eifert mainly on the field on passing downs. Obviously, they're going to sprinkle him in on run plays here and there uh, to make sure the defense stays on their toes a little bit. Um, but they're not going to want to run him into the ground, uh, being as I think that he is going to play a crucial role in this Jaguars offense. Um if not between the 20s, he's definitely going to be heavily targeted uh, once Jacksonville gets to the red zone, um, which is going to help help the Jaguars a lot, uh, being one of the worst red zone teams in the, in the league last year. So going, going into Eifert, a little bit more, I have a couple advanced stats um, that I want to take a look at that uh, – have me super excited um, to see him in a Jaguars uniform. So this first stat we're looking at here, it's the it's going to be the hog rate, uh, which basically is the rate of uh, the passing game utilization, uh, which is basically targets per snap. Um, and last year, uh, Eifert's hog rate was 13.7% which uh, comes out to 13th in the, in the league uh, for tight ends. Um, so, as I said, if he's on the field, he's going he's gonna to garner respect and he's going to get the football. He gets open, um, as this stat shows right here, and he demands the football. Uh, he's not somebody that a quarterback can miss being 6'6". Um, he's going to be a nice little tool for Gardner. Uh, so I'm really excited for that. Uh, and this this second one, advanced stat, uh, that got me excited about Eifert here. It's the target quality rating, uh, which essentially is catchable targets plus the average target depth. Um, this, this stat uh, places a premium on... Uh, getting downfield, um, having the ball thrown to you downfield, uh, short passes are actually going to bring this rating down for you. Um, and Eifert's target quality rating last year was 6.4, which was good for number six uh, in the league at tight end. And that is super exciting to me um, because that's another guy that can stretch the field for Jacksonville. We already know what DD brings to the table. Uh, Coming off a down year, I think DD's ready to have a huge year and explode. Uh, we saw DJ last year bursting onto the scene in his second year. Um, so we know what he brings to the table. We've seen uh, Keelan Cole do it. It's been a little bit longer for him. I I think that we've seen Keelan Cole peak, but I still think he's a really solid number three guy. Uh, definitely an asset to, to that receiver's room. Um but adding Eifert to the mix uh, with this target quality rating is just another another player to stretch the field and take another guy out of that box um, and get Fournette a little bit more room. Fournette had a great season last year. Uh, and DJ, I think a lot of that had to do, obviously, with the work Fournette put in on the offseason. Uh, wanted to prove a lot of people wrong. But I think DJ had a lot to do with Fournette's numbers last year as well. As he took that, he he showed that he has that ability 
uh, that we all wanted to see his rookie season to be able to take that top off the defense um, and create a little bit more room for that uh, running back and uh, make that defense be a little bit more cautious. And, uh, yeah, Eifert's just just another guy that you got to worry about in the passing game. Uh, in the last rating um, – oh, that was the last rating. And uh, just a few – Couple, couple more points left on Eifert here. Um, it seems like Eifert's been around the league forever. Uh, we know, we've talked about, we've mentioned his injury history quite a few times already. But he's he's still only 29 years old. Uh, he's still in his prime. Uh, he probably has another a year or two left to his prime, and if he can stay healthy... Like we keep mentioning, he can be a heck of a weapon for this Jaguars offense. Um, I think if you're into fantasy, I think Eifert uh, is a great great tight end to take a late-round flyer on. Um, my, my philosophy uh, in fantasy is you have, you have your top two or three tight ends. Uh, if you don't hit on one of those guys in the first two or three rounds, then you might as well take a late-round flyer and play the waiver wire every week. Um, but yeah, I've heard, I think he could have a his best year yet as a pro. Uh, we'll see. But yeah, he's only 29, uh, which is nice. Um, and the last thing I just want to touch on here is we talked about a little earlier how Jacksonville has just been the tight end position has had injury after injury these past two seasons. We've started three, four, five tight ends a season because uh, guys just can't stay on the field. Uh, and I think that's going to help us a lot this year. Adding Eifert to that tight end room, uh, you have you still have Josh Oliver, um, who didn't play much last year at all because of the hamstring issue, and a lot of fans are clamoring uh, to see him finally out there and healthy and seeing what he can bring to the table. Uh, but now that you add Eifert, that's going to take a lot of pressure off of Oliver. Uh, O'Shaughnessy is still going to be around. I mean, this tight end room is pretty deep uh, with players who have experience, with Oliver having the least amount of experience being in his second year. O'Shaughnessy has been around the Jaguars forever. Uh, he'll probably finish his career at Jaguar. I don't know if he'll ever play for another team. But the tight end room's looking really good with this addition of Eifert. And I'm excited to see uh, what these tight ends can bring to the team. Uh, the past couple of years, they've been a they've been a minus. Uh, they've been it's been a position group that has drugged this team down. Uh, but this year I think that all turns around and this team starts to be a positive. Uh, I think that this tight end position group, uh, I think Eifert, Eifert's going to help us win at least one game this year. Um, last year, uh, Minshew's, the beginning of Minshew's run as the starter when Foles went down, uh, when the Jaguars were so woeful in the red zone, uh, you have Eifert on the team last year. Uh, that that could have flipped, flipped a couple of those games and the difference between Minshew being 500. Uh, and maybe being two games over 500, but only time will tell. 
Um, I'm I'm excited about this Eifert signing. I'm trying to stay op- optimistic, but at the same time, I want to stay grounded just because of that injury history. But if he stays healthy and on the field, uh, he's going to bring a whole new dynamic uh, to this Jaguars offense. Uh, if nothing else, uh, I believe he's going to uh, make us much better in the red zone, which would have would have changed a, a couple, three to four games last year. Um, so staying optimistic, but at the same time, don't want to get too high on him, uh, because of his injury history and the injury history of the Jaguars at the tight end position. That's going to do it for today's episode of the Teal Tongue Podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you like what you heard, head on over to Twitter and you can follow me at jnick1295. That's J-N-I-C-H-1295. Yeah.